Broadcasting around the world on the World Wide Web. Yeah. Broadcasting live from the Josie Network Studios in downtown Medina, Tennessee. It's that time of week again. It's time for the Josie Show. Bringing you the most exciting music news and guests from around the world. Right here on the Josie Show. Please make welcome. Beautiful, talented, the lovely, America's radio sweetheart, Mrs. Josie Asentino Moon. Hello, everyone. Happy Thursday, and welcome to the Josie Show. I am so excited because we have a couple great guests on. We have Hannah Bell and Blake Blackham from Sunset Sinners. So I'm going to chat with both of them about upcoming projects and what's to come and see what they're doing. So I'm very excited. So let's put on our first guest, Hannah Bell. Please welcome to the Josie Show my guest, Hannah Bell. Hi, Hannah. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, thank you for having me. I wish we could meet in person, but I know. I know. Too. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is going to have to do until next time. But yeah, that yeah. would be that would be amazing. I, I would love to get the chance to meet you because I just fell in love with your music, your your vocals. I mean, you were just an incredible artist all around. So I wanted to ask how music all started for you. When did you realize, you know, this was a passion that you wanted to pursue? Oh, well, thank you. That was really sweet of you. Um, I would say probably the sixth grade, actually. So I think I was about 12. Mm-hmm. I started playing the guitar really early like I think in the second grade I got like a Hannah Montana guitar oh yeah so yeah my parents <laughs> introduced me to music at a very early age and then in the fifth grade I started taking vocal lessons and writing songs and doing stuff like that mm-hmm. but in sixth grade I heard about Nashville mm-hmm. and I was like I have to move there. Like, even before I had visited, I was like, I have to move there. (laughs) And once I came here, I fell in love with the city, and I just fell more in love with music. And I've pretty much been doing it since second grade, I would say, since then. But it was more serious whenever I was about 12, 13, or 14. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I think that's awesome because as it's, you know, as in my in my childhood, Hannah Montana was like it. You know what I mean? So yes. I grew up I grew up watching <laughs> watching Hannah Montana. So that that is like so cool that you said that. I'm I'm rewatching Hannah Montana right now on Disney Plus. So. Oh, that's the best. Oh, that yeah. is so cool. So the fact that you had a guitar, you know, a Hannah Montana guitar is just cool all around. Mm-hmm. I love that. And so your <laughs> your current single is titled Get Rid of It. Where were you one of the writers on this song? Tell us a little bit about the inspiration behind this song. Yeah, I was I was one of the writers. I wrote the song with Craig Lackey and Larry Vale. Mm-hmm. Um, Get rid of it was kind of just always like a saying that we had whenever we would write with each other. I write with them fairly often. Yeah. We'd be like, if we didn't like a phrase in a song, we'd be like, get rid of it. <laughs> and so one day uh, when we were writing a song, we were finishing up a song. Craig was like, hey, why don't we just write a song called Get Rid of It? It was just a last minute thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. And so we, we write the whole song. And I didn't think anything of it. And I started playing it for people like throughout the next couple of weeks. And I got really, really good feedback. And 
mm-hmm. I realized I was like, oh, this. I think this could be a single. I, I started liking it even more, like the more I heard it. Right. And I wrote it. I wrote it a year or two ago, actually. So it's on the older side, but. It's a classic for me. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I think everybody else can um, agree that they love it as well. I mean, this song has already had great, you know, great success so far. Everyone's already, I've seen a lot of great reviews on it. And it had a great exclusive premiere on Women of Country, which is awesome. Tell us a little bit about that experience. When you had that premiere on Women of Country, I mean, that's insane. <laughs> I was extremely, extremely excited about that yeah. because pretty much ever since I moved to Nashville, I've I had heard of women of country music and like been a fan. Yeah. But having that happen like the first day, I think it was like it might have even been the day before I released Get Rid of It. Maybe that Thursday, like Yeah. Having that come out, I was so, so excited. Because I I feel like it's also very important that like women support other women Mm -hmm. in the industry, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what they do. So I was stoked about that. It's a good place. That's a really good place to be premiered on. I'm telling you, that's that's incredible. And are there any thoughts for maybe a music video on this single? I would actually love to do a music video for it. Yeah. I haven't talked about it with the people I work with as much as I would like to, Mm -hmm. but I have so many ideas for it, but they're secret. I can't tell you. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, you know what? If and when that gets, you know, put out, you have to let me know because I would love to promote it everywhere. Oh, thank you. I'll definitely, you'll be the first person I tell. Perfect. Yes, please. Please keep me in the know because I, I'm a huge visual person. I love music videos, you know, so I think this would be a really great music video for Get Rid of It. And you can be as creative as you want. And you seem like yeah. a very creative person. You know what I mean? So I think you would have uh-huh. come with a really cool concept for it. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes, like, what helps me write a song is actually mm-hmm. to picture, like, the music video with it. Right. It, like, helps me write, like, visuals in the song. Mm-hmm. So it works into itself. Yes. For sure. And another thing I want to mention, um, you're a student at the incredible Belmont University. I mean, come on. Hello. How cool is that? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because learning the music business inside and out as a performer, I'm sure, is very helpful for you, very important. So tell us a little bit about your experience uh, with Belmont and how, yeah. how that has helped you so far on your journey. Oh, my gosh. I love Belmont. Yeah. I genuinely love Belmont. And whenever I was graduating high school, I honestly didn't want to go to college. I wanted to do music full time. Right. Um, and my, my mom was like, uh-uh. She has like a <laughs> master's degree in business. She was like, you're going to college. <laughs> right. And I was like, okay, if you say so. But if I go, I really want to go to Belmont. Whenever I started actually seriously looking and like accepting my fate of going to college, yes. um, I just fell in love with the place itself. And whenever yeah. I started going, I have met so many great like people my age who are so talented mm-hmm. and the professors there as well. Oh, yeah. Like there's a guy named Eric Holt who is incredible. He deals with like venue management. There's a guy named Dan Hodges. You might know Dan. I think um, I, yeah. He's a, it sounds familiar. Yeah, he's a publisher in town. And yes. I, I have, yeah, they're very, very sweet. Very, very talented. So I've wow. loved it so far. My major is music business. And then I have what Belmont calls an emphasis. So it's kind of like a minor in audio production. I've had like production classes as well as like music business classes. That's so important. That is awesome. That is so yeah. cool. And I'm glad you're having a great experience. Um, because, yes. Yeah, because I think it's so cool if you're going to be in the music business, definitely to know the ins and outs of it. Oh, so, I highly recommend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for sure. For sure. For sure. <laughs> I'm so thrilled to hear, you know, the new music that you have coming out. And I'm sure everyone will be able to 
keep in touch with you, you know, at your website for performances, upcoming music at hannahbellmusic.com, correct? That's the website. Yes. Perfect. Check it out. And you had a release prior to this one, Get Rid of It, titled Skin. Can you tell everyone where is the best place to get Get Rid of It, Skin, all of your music? Where are the best platforms, would you say? Absolutely. I would say Apple Music and Spotify. I really like both of those platforms a lot. Yeah, so that's where I'd say Skin. Yeah. You know everything, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've I've, I've definitely been checking out your music. I think you are so good. And I recommend everyone you're welcome I recommend everyone to check you out right now hannabellmusic.com and also you're all over social networking sites as well so please yeah I do my best yes find her yeah <laughs> there's so many out there now yeah I know right yes yes so please make sure when in doubt google it out is what I always say Hannabelle yes you you'll know. be able you'll be able to find her for sure but you're on all of the major uh, streaming outlets and uh, digitally sold uh, areas so please make sure you check that out ASAP. And I have a couple fun questions for you before you go, okay? Yes. (laughs) Perfect. So the first one that I have is kind of a future goal question. Where would you like to see yourself, say, five, ten years down the road? Where would you like to see your career go? That's a great great question. (sighs) Five to ten years. So I'll be, I'm 19 right now. I'll be like 24 Mm -hmm. in five years. I would love to be playing at the Bridgestone Arena. Heck yeah. (laughs) That's what I want to do. I, ooh, and also also, the AT&T Stadium, which is in Arlington, oh. Texas, it holds like 80,000 people. Yeah, I've, I've seen so many artists there. I, I like love performing. I think that's like my favorite aspect of the music industry is just performing. I'm in love with it. So I would say performing at those places. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Is there is there a song that people really love for you to sing when you're doing live or a song that you really love to sing and perform live? Oh, yeah. Anything? Shania Twain. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know, I love Shania Twain. And I actually, I didn't really get into her until, mm-hmm. until I think I was about 15, 16. I don't know why I, I hadn't, but it took me oh. a second. It took me to move here. I don't know why, but oh. I absolutely love her. She's, do they call it the queen of country, right? Or she's, she's, yeah, she's incredible. She really, really is. I mean, I absolutely am a huge fan of Shania. So when you said that, my ears perked up. I was like, yes, you have taste. You have really great taste. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell you agreed. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's amazing. And yeah. I wanted to ask um, the last question for you. If you yeah. could collab with anyone, it could be any genre of music, who would you love to do a duet with or perform with? I would love to do a duet with Post Malone. Oh, that'd be so much yeah. fun. <laughs> that would Post, be so Post much fun. Malone. <laughs> He's so funny. <laughs> you like him. I do. He is awesome. I, I, I like, you know, watch a lot of like, um, you know, interviews and stuff. And he's just, he seems like such a funny guy. I would love to interview him one day. But that would be a really yeah. good, that would be a really good one. <laughs> for sure. He seems firm. really genuine. Yeah. And also, so he was raised in Texas. He was raised mm-hmm. like 30 minutes from me. It's meant to be. So like, it's literally, it's full circle. And I just think he, he grew up with like country and rock. So yeah. I know he has those influences in him and I have a lot of pop influence in me as well so I feel like that would be 
a great collaboration. I can see it oh, now, is all I'm saying. I could see it, for sure. <laughs> Anyone who can make that happen, come on now. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, come on. That would be like a dream collab right there. That would be so much fun, I think. Uh, and I'm I could definitely... Yeah, I could definitely see I could definitely see it happen. And I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. Please come back anytime, okay? Please. I would love to. Thank you so much for having me, Josie. Oh, my pleasure. Hannah Bell, everyone. Check her out at hannabellmusic.com right now. Thank you, Hannah. All right. Yes. All right. Here is Hannah Bell and her song, Get Rid of It, that we mentioned in the, in the show. So let's play it right now, and we'll be right back with you in just a second. Here we go. <laughs> Blake Blackham with Sunset Sinners. 
Please welcome to the Josie Show my guest, Blake Blackham of the Sunset Sinners Band. Hi! How you doing, Josie? Glad to be here. Oh, I am happy to have you here. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate you. Oh, Absolutely. We're looking forward to this. So before we really dig in, please tell us who all makes up the Sunset Sinners Band. Give us, introduce everybody. <laughs> so uh, this is a band I put together um, about the middle of 2018. I mean, all of us knew each other. A couple of us had been in uh, some previous groups and stuff. Right. And I kind of had an idea of kind of some edgier southern rock, red dirt country kind of songs. And so, you know, somehow the moniker just came up and it stuck with this called Whiskey Barrel Rock. And so I've got, um, you know, a fantastic lead vocalist. Tony Bull is his name. And uh, most of the song ideas and all the lyrics come from Tony and I. And then uh bass player name is Brad Johnson. And then we've really got a, a hot guitarist named Chris Brungart. And around the Midwest, he's kind of known as one of the dudes, you know, that's been around the block and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just a fantastic player uh, with a lot of different styles and stuff like that. Used to have his own international um, teaching services and stuff like that. But um, wow. anyway, that's kind of what happened. And that's, we started, you know, writing and doing our own stuff about the middle of 2018. And, and honestly, things took off fairly quick. Uh, one of the first songs songs in my I, that I had in my mind prior to that was something about just the universal language of people getting together and you know socializing and you know also drinking beer and having fun Right. And so uh, one of my uh, friends, you know, we would go out, you know, a lot of us hanging out just like everybody does. And, you know, it's like, oh, it's time to go home. And then someone would go, oh, we got time for one more. Mm -hmm. Oh, we got time for one more. Mm -hmm. And, well, you know how many times you hear that. And and it just stuck with me. And I'm like, that's a freaking song right there. (laughs) It really is. It really is. And that's actually the song that introduced me to you guys, Always Time for One More Beer, which is doing very, very well since its release. And there's also a music video for for it as well that people could check out, right? I mean, it's a great video. Yeah, in fact, the video really kind of set things in motion. So it mm-hmm. it's as close to anything viral, literally just on through Facebook and social media. Right. So we're, we're from uh, the middle of Kansas, by the way. And then the song, you know, obviously was spreading around the Midwest and then Definitely the deep south through, you know, Louisiana, Georgia, Alabama, and that area. Because it's kind of got, you know, a little bit of a swampy southern rock vibe to it. But really what happened that where it really took off is basically over in France and Europe and Czech Republic and Germany even. So what happened is, you know, basically one of the top um, radio show DJ whatever over in France kind of caught on to our stuff and then mm-hmm. so basically we're simul I think we have six songs in rotation on like over 150 stations over there they really promote that particular song and then of course our video honestly what's crazy is we've kind of built a huge fan base over in France in that area which is kind of wild but that is so neat I mean who who would have thought right I mean that is the coolest thing ever and for those out there that want to see the music video that's on YouTube so everyone could check that out it's super easy to find and also it's on your website yes so yeah we have a, a pretty good uh, social media presence so obviously um, Sunset Center Facebook and then we have our own um, YouTube channel and then of course our uh, uh, website absolutely so perfect perfect and the website is whiskeybarrelrock.com so please make sure you visit there for more information on the 
Sunset Centers. And, and from there, our listeners can also find where you'll be playing next. You have your 2021 tour dates um, on there already. It's filling up. And, um, oh, I've missed live performances. So I'm sure you guys have really missed performing. <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah. right. And that's constantly changing, um, at least in this right. part of the country, right in the Midwest. Things are starting to, I mean, I'm just sensing things are starting to open up a little bit. Yeah. You know, it's kind of a catch-22 last year. So mm-hmm. we had a lot of, you know, full schedule lined out for 2021. We literally, I was out in California. I flew back, I think, literally a year ago for like a St. Patty's Day kind of gig that's always big around here. Yeah. We played that on a Saturday night, and then Monday is like the country shut down. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And that literally was just over a year ago. But what happened is, mm-hmm. quite honestly, I mean, it gave us time to get together and mm-hmm. write and record and come up with a lot of new music. And then, you know, we're, I'm starting to see, like, once May hits, we're pretty much in full swing. Mm-hmm. Big deal for us out in this part of the country is um, the Country Stampede, which is one of the largest country-based festivals in the Midwest. And so we're um, playing before uh, Morgan Wallen on Friday nights in June. Luke Combs is the headliner on the Saturday. And I think last year um, it got canceled and we were supposed to play right before Toby Keith. Oh, um, But anyway, that's a big, very large festival. A lot of heavy hitters will be there. So, you know, we're looking forward to that. I feel like that's going to happen this year. It's the end of June. Yeah. But anyway, that was kind of the, you know, the catch-22. So we actually just recorded three new songs a couple weeks ago. So those will be currently getting mixed. And we'll have our first debut full album out probably late spring, early summer. Perfect. Oh, I'm excited. But so yeah, we've got a we've got a lot of cool uh, you know material out. So yes, you do, you do. Well, I'm excited about the new music. You definitely have to keep in touch. We'd love to have you back on anytime for you know to talk about that. But you know, right now I, I do want to talk about you do have a latest release, Old Glory. Can you share with us yes. the inspiration behind this song? No, I appreciate you asking about that. Yeah. So. That literally just came out a week or so ago. That's something. So this band, honestly, is all about supporting military, veterans, first responders, et cetera. Um, And we're we're all about, look, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. Right. Um, And I know you hear that a lot, but I mean... We actually walk the walk. Um, and we actually put on, so we named our tour called Red, White, and Brews. And we actually do some theater shows um, in the Midwest that are, you know, very successful. It's where first responders and military and veterans can come out, let their hair down, so to speak, you know, and just, you know, have a great time. And, oh, and we're really all about honoring and appreciating them. So we were like, you know, and it's nothing cooler than, I literally have a whole slew of memorabilia of veterans and even police chiefs, et cetera, you know, they give gifted us like civilian medallions for appreciation. Um, a lot of military and veterans give us patches, you know, and, and there's, Aww. you know, nothing cooler and better than that. Yeah. But anyway, so we wrote a song called Old Glory and basically what it is, real cool music video to go with it. And it's kind of like three stories intertwined into one. But the bottom line is it's basically, you know, people that literally had the balls to sign up and serve. Doesn't matter if they saw action or not but um that's been a really cool kind of patriotic anthem type song that's gone over real well and that's now out on youtube and our obviously our social media stuff like that so that's been real cool what's 
crazy about it is, mm-hmm. since I was telling you about this following over in Europe and France, I literally get, you know, I was I was like, well, this song's just not going to relate or play over there that well, you know. Oh, right. Because it's, yeah. it's about, you know, yeah. uh, supporting American patriotism. Mm-hmm. But I've gotten so many messages from folks over there that were, say, in the military over there that say, man, that's really cool what you guys are doing, and that's awesome that you guys do that for um, your country and military and what have you. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just say, you know, hey, you know, well, thanks for serving your country. You know, it's cool. And actually, ironically, the song's actually tracking pretty well over there. So they mm-hmm. actually do dig it. So that's wonderful. sounds a little bit crazy to me. But anyway, <laughs> that is wonderful. Hey, as long as it's getting heard, right? And and it is. I mean, it's doing so well. All of the music is found everywhere digitally that you can stream music, buy music. You know, it's it's everywhere. I mean, I'm talking Spotify, iHeartRadio, everywhere. <laughs> so please right, make sure right, you right. check it out. Yeah, and then another. Uh, mm-hmm. the- if you're not familiar with another song that's when there's a full blown music video with it and it's you know all about having fun and it's called Friday Night. I don't know if you're Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, familiar with that. And that's mm-hmm. kind of an interesting song because Tony and myself mm-hmm. We're in Nashville just a year and a half ago and uh, meeting with one of our friends as a songwriter there at um, Anthem, Anthem Entertainment and Publishing. He, he writes, um, he's got a lot of hits with Logan Mize, Brantley Gilbert, and mm-hmm. Rodney Atkins, and et cetera. Yeah. Uh, ironically, Chris, my guitarist, was his old guitar teacher. So we're like, hey, we're going to be in Nashville, and we hung out with him. He took us around, met people at um, Anthem Entertainment and Publishing, and, and everything was totally cool. And we got home, basically he sent us the song. He goes, you know, you guys ought to go ahead and check this song out, and you guys can run with it and do what you want if you guys want it. And I called back. I said, well, that's pretty cool. I said, it sounds like that Luke Combs, Burn Ever Broke My Heart song, you know. Mm-hmm. Basically, he goes, me and uh, Randy Montana wrote the Luke Combs, Burn Ever Broke My Heart song. So Randy wrote uh, the Luke Beer Never Break My Heart, and then him and Blake um, Chaffin wrote um, this Friday Night song. I go, oh, well, that's cool. So, um, wow. <laughs> so it's kind of, uh, we put a cool music video with it, and it's, you know, it's, it's basically about us, about how, you know, we're all, you know, every night's Friday night, you know, that's kind of the vibe of it. I love it. I love it. Well, everyone, please make sure you check out all the music and the music videos for all of these great things. And, one, you know, of course, when in doubt, Google it out. Type in Sunset Center's band, and you will find everything you need to know. And, of course, the website, whiskeybarrelrock.com. And before we go, I did want to ask a little bit from you. You know, Blake, I'd love to know more of a backstory on how music became a part of your life. When did you find your love for making music? Well, honestly, I grew up in it. So both my parents were very musical. My dad was a big jazz drummer and my mom was a piano player and teacher honestly as a child we always had a drum room in our house um, I always played drums you know how it is when your dad's a jazzer I wanted to be a rocker but we always had you know I just we always had I grew up always had musicians around the house mm-hmm. you know which was totally cool and so I've just I've played you know I played everything in school type band um, I mean a little I probably started playing since I was five years old Oh uh, but I've kind of been a music freak, you know, and listener all my life, you mm-hmm. know. I mean, I'm into, honestly, everything, everything from, like, you know, Led Zeppelin to Leonard Skinner to whatever, you know. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm just passionate about it and and that's what's cool all all four of us kind of are you know tony's dad was the same way he was his dad was a big musician his dad was um just inducted a couple years ago into the kansas music hall of fame so 
Um, so, you know, just stuff like that. So it's, it's been pretty cool. So music really is just, it's all you know, really. I mean, because you just grew up around it, your whole family. I love that, you know, and growing up in a musical family, I'm sure is incredible because music is all around you. And I think that's so cool. <laughs> that is Yeah, and, I, and then my, my daughter, she's 21, mm-hmm. and she um, plays flute. She's a monster flute player, and it's pretty cool. So if she's available, we actually bring her out to some shows, you know, yeah. sets in for a couple of songs plays a little rock and roll flute we have a new song one of our new songs coming out is actually called tavern sandy and we're featuring her on some you know with some rock and roll flute on that which is wow. pretty cool so that is so cool so we'll see how that turns out so. yeah i'm looking forward to that i can't wait to hear her stuff that is so exciting and i want to thank you so much blake for coming on the show and chatting with me please come back anytime okay oh glad to happy i appreciate you having me on oh my pleasure blake everyone please check out sunset sinner at Whiskey Barrel There's Rocha. always time for one more beer. There is. <laughs> there is. Check out the video. We are going to play that song later on for all of you, so you will get to hear it right here at the Josie Show. So stay tuned. All right. The first song we're going to play from Sunset Centers is Old Glory. So enjoy. We'll be right back with more. Do I? 
are back. All right, next song we have from Sunset Sinners is Always Time for One More Beer. <laughs> no, that's right. Here we go. Let's play it right now. you all so 
much for tuning in to today's Josie Show episode with the incredible Hannah Bell and Blake Blackham from Sunset Sinners. And thank you to my guests. They were just both just incredibly, incredibly kind. And thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedules to chat with me today. And thank you all so much for tuning in. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and weekend ahead. Love y'all. Goodbye. The Josie Show is copyrighted property of the Josie Network of Brands. It may not be duplicated, altered, or edited, sold, or aired without written consent from the Josie Show owners. Any copyright infringement of the Josie Show will be subject to legal actions.